Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast with reflections on a weekend dominated by Edna Brown, as well as a racecourse gallop by a horse thought to be already heading off to retirement by many. First up, let's hear from Teddy Grimthorpe, racing manager to Khalid Abdullah, after the racecourse gallop of British racing's equine superstar Frankel. To my untrained eye, it seemed a very pleasing display, but more importantly, to Grimthorpe, it was too. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, we've been lucky enough to see him sort of very regularly. So, uh, he, but I, I think the main thing was obviously to give him just a bit of a, a, an opener today, and uh, he's, he seems to have handled it well. The experience will be good for him, and he's had he's come to the race course and had had a nice time, which is the main thing. Um, a little bit strong in the early stages, but he, he, you know he would be, and that's that's his stride, and that's the way he is. Um, but uh, the way he just came up, went about his work was very pleasing and his action, most importantly, was good. Um, so Tom seemed pretty pleased with him. And for you, as you say, he looked as if he was really enjoying it yeah. and that's presumably what you just wanted to see, although yeah. it's not a race, but yeah. he seemed to be enjoying the experience of being back, yeah. on, back on another track. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think he's, I mean, that's his, his natural, his, in the way he likes to be, really, so... I, I think it's I, I think it's a good step in the right direction. So that presumably means it's new Mar- Newbury short coming up. Is that this still the plan? The yeah. way things are, are going? Yeah, I haven't spoken to Henry, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think the plan has always been Newbury if we could make it, and this is a, a good way of, of getting there. Has it been stressful, the sort of the fuss around the horse and sort of managing dealing? Because you know people are so keen to see him back out and hope that the injury was no more than just a blip. Um, I, I mean, he certainly quickens the <laughs> quickens the heartbeat sometimes. Um, I, I, my attitude is that really we've got this. Well, Prince Carlos has got this incredible horse, and we just have to enjoy it. And and you know, I don't want to wake up at the end of the year and think, God, I didn't really get into that. You know, and so uh, it's all part and parcel. You know, we dream of you know, every racing dreams of these sort of horses. So. Um, I, I think this is a, uh, you know, this is a w- once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Indeed, it is, and let's hope Newbury on the 19th of this month is still the preferred point of return. Quite clearly, for 2,000 guineas winner Camelot, there should be only one point of return, and that is the Investec Derby. Joseph O'Brien rode as cool as races you are likely to see on a horse, scything his way through the field to score a shade cosily. There is a touch of Lester Piggott about the 18-year-old his height being an obvious comparison, but in fact his whole demeanour with a confidence that even at times has his father Aidan glowing with pride. One of those very special days and one of those days you think couldn't happen. Well done again, Derek. Thank you. Thank thank you thank, thank, thanks for everything, Derek. Yeah, thanks. What were the pressure coming into knowing you, so much expectation? What, what were you feeling in particular? Actually, listen, obviously, like, we knew all the statistics were against this horse and... Um, Listen, obviously, everything said like it, it won't happen, you know what I mean? Like We knew that he was a very brilliant horse, and we knew that he had a lot of speed, and I had a fair idea the way Joseph was going to ride him, and after walking the ground in very soft ground, very rare you can use a horse's speed like that, and the only thing he said to me, he said, listen, Dad, at halfway, he says, I'll be closer to the back than the front, so I said, no. <laughs> so I bit my tongue and said nothing. <laughs> so, anyway, listen, all them things, and the ground was plenty slow, like he's... Like he's he is a Montju, but he has strong influences of, of both King Mambo and Dan Hill in him, very strong. So I was very worried, you know that kind of way. But um, there you go. And listen, it's um, 
it, it worked out great. You've alluded to your son there. I mean, how proud are you that you, you to train a classic and ridden by your son? What uh, does that mean to you? I don't know, just very... Like, uh, I can't tell you how privileged and uh, grateful we feel to be in the position that we're in and, and that the lads let Joseph ride him and do everything, you know what I mean? So that's the reality of it. And, like, we feel very feel very privileged, you know what I mean? And, and uh, delighted, um, obviously. You're not just a proud trainer, you're a proud dad, is that? No, not? no, absolutely. Listen, it's just one of those very special days that you, you don't ever dream could happen, you know? And, listen, it's great to be here and be part of it, you know? Well, the winning didn't stop with Camelot. Homecoming Queen obliterated her rivals in the 1,000 guineas. Shades of Frankel about that display... Although the jury may be out on maybe, although I'm prepared to suggest the Oaks looks absolutely ideal for her. This week, it is the Chester May meeting that will be grabbing our attention, primarily on Racing UK. So enjoy what is always a fun week on and off the track.